0: Welcome. You're listening to Bat Chat Radio for the Halloween Obsessed
1: with freaky hosts Linda Palmer and Ray Davis. Welcome back to Bat Chat Radio, everybody. Hey, everyone. And we are just racing through the year, and Halloween is almost here and just around the corner. Well, it is. And you know, okay, so what's bigger through the Halloween season than movies?
0: Yes. Scary movies. Scary movies. Well, in my case, it was a romantic comedy, but...
1: (laughs) Well, that's me. I'm kind of the cutesy Halloween kind of person. I'm not into really the, you know, the horror. But there's all kinds of Halloween movies. There's not just horror movies. Oh, no, there isn't. There's there's a lot of really fun movies out there. Um, But, you know, the horror genre, as we both know, is huge. Ginormous. Huge. And um, there are certain actors that we may call scream queens.
0: Yes, iconic Scream Queens. Right? Yes, and we happen to have one with us today.
1: I hear that.
0: Yes, the wonderful Dee Wallace has decided to join us. Are you there, Dee?
2: I sure am, girl. <laughs> Hi, Hi Dee. Dee. Thank you so much Hi. for coming on. <laughs> Absolutely. You know,
0: I, I, we've known, obviously, about you for... Ever, yeah, and and you (laughs) have everybody's
1: (laughs) grown up, (laughs) but you're you're like all of our mom. We're not going to say we've watched you since we were a child, (laughs) (laughs) no, but But you are, yeah, but you are like our mom, (laughs) that's why we relate to you.
2: (laughs) I'm okay with that, (laughs) okay, yeah.
0: No, how many movies have you done now? Over 200,
2: 200. Wow.
0: Wow. wow, that's just incredible.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
0: Yeah. I've
2: had a very, very fortunate career.
0: That's terrific. Yeah. And then you're not just an actress. You also produce. And then do you also work with actors? Do you... um...
2: Well, I had my own acting studio. I have directed. I've directed a lot of plays. Wow. Um, And and I also have a whole uh, healing practice. Mm. Where I teach people how to consciously create their lives, so I'm kind of all over the place, girl. <laughs> Whatever rocks my boat, that's where I am. Hey,
1: we're the same way, so we can completely relate. Yeah. To however, that. you wake up on the yes. <laughs> in the morning. What am
2: I doing today? Yeah, we never that's know. Right.
1: why yeah.
2: yeah. That's what keeps life interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Now I had the fortunate um, experience to work with your daughter Gabrielle yeah. recently oh, in a pure. short film, and she mentioned that you guys are going to be doing a project together.
2: Yes, we're having it written as we speak. Now, is that something? Great. Is this
0: the first time you guys have worked together?
2: No, uh, we did a film called Zombie Killers. Oh, okay. Uh, together, and we're doing actually a short film this weekend together. Um, they approached me with it, and I just thought it was really creepy and weird.
1: <laughs> and
2: uh, I said, you know, you should check out my daughter's work because it's a two two person really two-person, you know, the right. older woman and the younger girl, and they looked her up and watched her reel and looked at some of her work and went, oh my God, we'd be like so jazzed if you two would do it together. So uh, we're doing a, that this weekend, and then we're having this feature film written for us
0: Fantastic. by uh,
2: wonderful director, J.T. Molnar, um, whom probably a lot of your audience knows his His film uh, took the award at Sundance a couple of years ago.
0: Which film was it?
2: Um, um, Outlaws and Angels. Oh Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely, fantastic.
2: Yeah, we're you know doing a lot of exciting things separately and together.
0: Now, is he going to direct the film, or are you? I hope so. That's the plan. Awesome, awesome. What's the What's the one? Well, you do a lot of horror films. Is that something that you really enjoy, or I do.
2: I do enjoy it because I I really, when I act, I really like to do the highly emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. It really kind of rocks my boat. Yeah. And I like to play really big arcs where you start, like in The Frighteners, you know, she started out as a victim and, yeah. and then went back into the killer phase of who she was. And um, so horror films just, really offer some great emotional work and if it's a good horror film some really in-depth um look at what the character is and what makes them tick and right you know psychologically um the the howling for example and kuto Mm -hmm. were both very much psychological right films Mm -hmm. and um Being a healer in the other end of my life, I really like that. What makes people evil? What makes them in fear? Right. You know, because I can tell you the biggest monster most of us are running away from is ourselves. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I love horror films. Now,
0: I I read an article once that you uh, were interviewed for, and they were talking about um, you were talking about the difference between horror and slasher films. Yeah. And that there's just so that they're just not the same. I mean, horror is really kind of leaned into becoming slasher films and that's sort of a, a disappointment to you.
2: Well, a- absolutely. First of all, a good horror film takes a lot of time mm-hmm. to create the relationships that you care about, because if you don't care about them, right. there's no loss right. Right. for the audience to experience. And, um And a good horror film usually has psychological elements Mm to the horror. That's true. Not just, hi, here's our five characters. Yeah. Watch how we can gruesomely,
1: (laughs) you know, take
0: them
2: down one by one. Exactly. And so... I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Most quote-unquote horror films these days aren't really your quintessential classic horror film.
0: Right. Right. So what's your healing business?
2: Well, I'm a clear audience channel. I have been doing this for over 30 years. Mm. I have clients all over the world. I have my own radio show on every Sunday morning and webinars every month that I do. And, uh, yeah, it's a huge practice. Um, Most of, well, I don't know, I think probably half of my Facebook followers and Twitter followers Mm -hmm are from the healing world and the other from the acting world. and right. You know, press people always say, you know, how can you defend uh, being a healer and doing all this? And I say, look, guys, I've spent most of my career studying fear.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And that's what you do when you're a healer. You heal people from their fears.
0: When did you get into that?
2: Um, about 30 years ago. Almost oh, wow. 30 years ago now. Yeah. And it started... Um, my husband, Christopher Stone, died, and I kind of dropped to my knees and said, I don't want to be pissed off and I don't want to be a victim. I mm-hmm. want a way we, we can heal ourselves. And within seconds, I got my first message. Oh, wow. And um, the downloads just kept coming, and I started really getting a lot of downloads while I was teaching my acting class. So the work, my healing work really started in my acting studio, and their lives and careers started to change. And and then they wanted me to work with their families, and then they wanted me to work with their friends, and here I am.
0: Wow, that's incredible. That must help you so much, too. Oh, it I mean-
2: does. It helps me because, you know... My crap is your crap is their crap. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Know? And when we can all heal our crap, then the collective consciousness mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't have so much crap.
1: <laughs>
2: and we could use a lot less crap. Yeah. Right yes. So do you
1: find that your audiences are still um, associating you most with E.T.? I
2: think it's a really even toss-up. Yeah. When I do the conventions, mm-hmm. um, the... It's very evenly distributed between the Howling, Cujo, and E.T. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to the Frighteners and Secret Admirer Mm -hmm. um, and um, Critters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hills
2: have eyes, the original. Oh, yeah. The original Hills have eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. And it depends on where you go. You know, when I right. go to Disneyland, oh, you're the mom for me, T. Right. You know, if if I, uh, I go to Universal Haunt Nights, it's, oh my God, there's the Wallace <laughs> and Cujo and Callie. You know, so I'm okay. It's It really represents the totality of who I am. Right. So I just embrace it all.
1: Well, here's what's funny I was having a conversation with my soon to be 29 year old daughter um, a couple days ago. Talking about that we were having you on, and um, she looks at me, she goes, E.T. scared the crap out of me. Oh, I know. (laughs) And I said, what are you talking about? She goes, it scared the crap out of me. I'm not sure I could still watch it. Now, this is a daughter who has watched slasher movies and all that, and now tells me that E.T. scared her. And she goes, and I think Dan to my son, who's now 33, I think it scared Dan (laughs) You're terrorizing what? your kids with E.T.? E. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay, it's, you guys. It's his neck and his scream, that, yeah. that first scream when he sees the kid in the field. Yeah. You know, because if, if a child watches it too early, mm-hmm. you know, kids don't understand right. at all till they're around four years old the difference between reality and mm-hmm. fantasy. Right. And yeah. so if they have that sense memory <laughs> of that, Hello? His neck goes up and Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: so I hear that a lot. Really? I don't think it ever occurred to me. E.T. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> I cried in E.T. I wasn't scared. Yeah, I still cry. Do you? I watched it oh, again yeah. a few weeks it, ago. Uh, 200 times Yeah, and I still cry. I don't. Well, your
0: work is wonderful. You know, it's Thank just, you. It is. It, you know, it, it is so wonderful to see, you know, just looking through and go, oh, my God, you're in that movie, you're in yeah. that movie. <laughs> you know, you just, you don't think of how much work you've done. And over 200 films is a tremendous amount of work.
2: It is. I've been extremely blessed. I've done, um, actually, I'm, I've done two films this year. One, a beautiful family film called Every Other Holiday, and then I went right into Rob Zombie's Three from Hell.
0: Wow. Oh, great.
2: And, you know, I call it the dichotomy of D. Yeah, that's
0: funny. I like it. Well, where can people keep up with you, with your healing and with your acting, if they want to know what else you're doing recently?
2: Best place is, of course, you know, on social media Mm -hmm. and my website, which is com. And if you can't remember that, just Google D. Wallace.
0: Yeah. And so much, stuff will, so much <laughs> stuff
2: will come up, but my website will come up for you. That's great. Well,
0: we really enjoyed talking to you today. Yes,
2: we sure. Yeah, have. thank you so much. Short and sweet,
1: girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, you know. that's what we're all about. <laughs> In stature as well. But
2: <laughs> me too. Well, you guys have a glorious day, and thank you, thank you to all my fans out there Aww. and your listeners, and thanks for having me on. No You'd problem. Bet. Take care. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And
0: thank you to all of our listeners today who enjoyed that interview with us. And our producer, of course, Mike Stark in LA Radio Studio.
1: And thank you to Mark Cardone and Little Belly the Cat.
0: And Kelly Zerbies of Kelly's Lot for Boom Boom.